From Minnesota Public Radio, this is Grammar Grader. It's the podcast about words, grammar, and usage for the information age. This week's episode, a chapter about a verse. And adverse. Welcome to Lomar Rouge, where seafood is our speciality. Have you decided what you'd like to order? Uh, just the cheesy biscuits for me. Really, Nick? But this is Lamar Rouge. It's seafood. You wouldn't go to a pizzeria and order a burger, would you? Oh, yeah, I know, but I'm allergic to shellfish. You know that? I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yeah, anytime I eat shellfish, I have an averse reaction. Adverse. What? It's adverse, not averse. Okay, whatever. Oh, come on. Just order a little bit. I'm sure you wouldn't be adverse to just a small portion. Averse. What? Well, now it should be averse. Averse to a small portion. Whatever. And no, I, I won't even order just a small portion. That's all it takes. Really? Really. I mean, not unless you'd like to see me go into anaphylactic shock for dessert. Um, my shift ends at 10 here, people. Can we wrap this up? This week, we're looking at a pair of useful words that Fowler's Modern English Usage describes as close in meaning, but not identical. Adverse and averse. It's very easy to confuse these two words, and that confusion is further abetted by the fact that there is but one letter difference between them, and that they can even sound somewhat similar. According to the Oxford Dictionary of Current English, adverse is an adjective that means... Harmful, unfavorable, hostile. For example... Because Nick is allergic to shellfish, he would have an adverse reaction if he were to eat lobster. The adjective averse, meanwhile, means... Strongly disliking or opposed to. And it's often followed by the preposition to, or occasionally the preposition from. Because Nick is allergic to shellfish, he is averse to eating lobster. The error that frequently arises, however, is the accidental use of adverse instead of averse in such sentences as... Nick is adverse to eating any kind of shellfish. Oh, what? no, no, what? no. What? No. What? What was wrong with that? So what are some ways to avoid this mistake? The Oxford Dictionary of Current English tells us, unsurprisingly, that the adjective averse is related to the noun aversion, which means a strong dislike. I have an aversion to any food that contains ginger. Well then, I guess I get this homemade gingerbread to myself. <laughs> averse and aversion are also related to the verb avert, which means to turn away usually with reference to one's eyes. When we're backstage between scenes, I'd appreciate it if you'd avert your eyes while I'm doing my costume changes. Aw, why do you think I became an actor? You're disgusting. Please avert your eyes. Why are you looking at me when you change your clothes? Avert, you pervert! The verb avert can also mean prevent, particularly with reference to an unfortunate event. Once the pilot turned off his laptop, the dangerous situation was averted. Whoa, too soon. The Oxford Dictionary of Current English explains that the adjective averse, noun aversion, and verb avert all have a common Latin root, avertere, which means turn away from. So an easy way to remember averse is that it's related to avert and aversion, that is, rejecting or turning something away, or, as the AP Stylebook defines it, reluctant or opposed. I am averse to smoking cigarettes. Adverse, as simplified by the AP Stylebook, means harmful. Smoking cigarettes causes adverse health effects. 
On GrammarGrader, we like to give tips or hints when possible to help remember the distinctions between easy to confuse words. Here are a couple memory devices that could help distinguish adverse and averse. When you are averse to something, you are avoiding it. Averse, avoid. Meanwhile, if something is adverse, it is harmful or detrimental. Detrimental starts with D, and adverse has a D in it. Adverse. Perhaps you can create some memory devices that work best for you. Um, I'll have the lobster platter. And I'll have the hamburger. Very good. One lobster platter and one landlubber's special. Oh, wonderful name. I'll have those meals for you in a few minutes. I don't know what it is. I just don't have any luck when I bring people here. I'm, I'm sure the burger is going to be fine. It is. It's very good, in fact. When I brought my friend Josh here, he got the hamburger and said as much. Funny, he didn't order a shellfish either. Well, that's because Josh observes a kosher diet. Really? Yes. Wish I'd known that. Maybe you should ask your guests which restaurant they'd like to go to from now on, just in case they're averse to seafood like me. <laughs> yes. Hmm. So next time, I'm going to ask Michael. Oh, Michael? Why? Because I know that he's not averse to any foods. Mikey likes everything. Let's give it to Mikey! Every man's dream crumbs in his beard from the seafood special. Oh, can't you see my world? This has been Grammar Grader from Minnesota Public Radio. Source material for this episode comes from Fowler's Modern English Usage by R.W. Birchfield, from the Oxford Dictionary of Current English, and from the Associated Press Stylebook. Thanks as always to the Grammatis Personae players, Dale Connolly and Julia Schrankler. Our producer is Brett Baldwin, and Brett also played the role of the waiter. Executive producer is John Pearson. I'm Luke Taylor. Thanks for listening. And if you like Grammar Grader, visit our website at mpr.org slash gg. Every man's dream comes in his beard from the seafood special. Oh, can't you see?